SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. Well, you remember, of course, how the two Gupta brothers, Rajesh Gupta, Atul Gupta, both wanted here for a wide range of charges, including corruption and money laundering and state capture and all of it. They, of course, were in the UAE, the United Arab Emirates. They were in Dubai. Uh, we had asked for their extradition. That We were turned down. Closed court system in the UAE, by the way. So the uh, Gupta brothers knew about a month before our officials that, in fact, the extradition had been that turned down, the extradition application. And the Gupta brothers, by then, we understand, had sort of left the country. Reports that they've been in, in seen in other countries. Now, our government says, the Department of Justice says, it's setting up a joint task team with officials from the UAE. Crispin Peary is the spokesperson for the Ministry of Justice and Correctional Services. Crispin, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning to our SFM listeners. What's the task team with the UAE going to do? So what has happened now is uh, the minister has met with his counterpart in the UAE. And one of the matters that the minister placed quite firmly on the table is that um, South Africa was quite displeased about uh, how the UAE had communicated with the South African authorities around this issue. And one of the outcomes is that um, the diplomatic agencies can now interact with each other directly uh, as quickly as possible uh, to enable us to ensure that we get information in real time with the UAE authorities instead of us being subjected to getting information all the time via the diplomatic channels, which is quite strenuous at times and does take time. So as of the 15th of June, um, the diplomatic, I mean, the, the prosecuting authorities between both countries will be working closely together to relook at this application afresh and address uh, what we believe may have been inconsistencies on the part of the UAE authorities, particularly, as you would have seen, being reported the issue of an old warrant being attached. And we really asserted, uh, the Justice Minister in particular, really asserted the fact that we acted on the direct advice of the UAE authorities on this issue. And it was just simply unacceptable that now we are being informed that there was an old warrant attached when we had actually submitted a new warrant as well as a, a cancelled warrant as requested by the UAE authorities. The other issue that was firmly on the table was the question of whether the UAE authorities will be taking forward an investigation in terms of money laundering because the judgment that they had sent us clearly stated that they had uh, believed that the money laundering charge was competent in their jurisdiction and they would investigate that or they would they believed that they had the power to investigate that. So um, we wanted clarity on exactly what is happening with that charge and what is the way forward, but expressed a preference that even though the bilateral agreement between the two countries does enable um, the UAE to prosecute them on a money laundering charge in that country, we, we would really prefer that we are able to prosecute them in our own country on that charge. Okay, so is there really any still, any realistic prospect of Rajesh Gupta and Atul Gupta being extradited from the UAE to South Africa? Are they even there? Stephen, one of the things that we also clarified is the fact that um, according to um, UAE laws, you can't, and I think this is for every, in any other country, you can't uh, enter a country on one passport and then leave on a different passport. So we have requested information as to whether um, the, UAE, the, the, the Gupta brothers may have exited the UAE on a different passport altogether or whether they are still in that country. That is something that the UAE undertook to get back with, to us within um, the next week, um, as you know, in this meeting of the, of the 15th. So we do believe that um, we will have competent information as to exactly where they are. And if they are in the UAE, which there's no reason to believe that they might not be, 
we will then be able to really expedite this extradition application. But if they are in any other country, um, we do know that the red notices are still active um, and countries then will be obliged to inform us um, where they are. But also, at least with the UAE, we will then be able to tell from their own systems if they have left the UAE, which country may have, which country would they have gone to having left the UAE. Crispin, um, you're a spokesperson. You may have to act like a diplomat for a moment. After everything that's happened, do you really still trust the UAE? I mean, frankly, they appeared to lie to us the last time. Why should we trust them now? Stephen, it's not a matter of trust, but it's a matter of ensuring that every country in the world has fulfilled their international obligations. And that's what the minister put firmly on the table to say that, you know, the obligation is not to South Africa, but it's to a rule-based system in the world. It's to, it's to the people of the UAE themselves as well. You wouldn't want to be part of a country that is really uh, hindering the rule of law. And the justice minister, quite frankly, agreed, uh, the justice minister of the UAE, that indeed they have an obligation to the rule of law. And that is what we have to hold every country in the world accountable to. And also, the papers that we, we sign, bilateral treaties, multilateral treaties, have to be given forth all over the world effectively. And, and that's one thing that we are aligned to, and that's a principle that we have to ensure it is fulfilled with anybody in the world, whether it be the UAE or uh, any other country. We have to ensure that multilateral institutions are respected, but bilateral agreements are enforced. Crispin Piri, thank you. Spokesperson for the Ministry of Justice and Correction.